Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Uh, if you leak breast milk, you can now stop losing it to your breast pad and instead collect it to add to your stash. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products. Uh, we'll hear more from our sponsors in a little while, but um, right now, I want to tell you <laughs> something. <laughs> Please head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page if you need anything because these sponsors make this podcast possible. Check there to see if you can give them any of your business. And while you're there, scroll down and enter your email address and get episodes sent straight to your inbox every Monday. And now Diane has our review of the week. And it comes from iTunes. And this comes from PGKDT. And she says, I'm a first time mom nursing my little one. And this podcast has been great to learn from and makes me feel secure in the decisions I'm making. I love that the hosts are so real and talk about the way breast chest feeding that I do with my closest friends. Thank you so much for leaving a review for us and for the lovely words and for being my friend because <laughs> I need all the friends I can get. Let me tell you. Yep. This is the only adult conversation we have all week. I, for me, at least me. So thank um, you for letting me talk to you. I know. Hey, this guys, is really... It's, we appreciate so much that you trust us, you know, so thank you so much for leaving reviews for us. She put this on iTunes and that was great. But send us an email if you can't put it on iTunes, you can throw it on Instagram for us and we pick it up there. Um, whatever works for you. We just love to hear what you love. So thank you so much. Thank and you. today... We got a show for you. We're talking about stupid shit you see on social media. <laughs> <laughs> da -da 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 -da. We're excited because we like to, um, I don't know, dish. Oh, my God. Well, So social media. So this is something that really has uh, kind of changed the way that information is being spread. It's changed the way that people are interacting with each other. People that would have been alone in their homes with a new baby are not feeling so alone anymore are getting access to information that they didn't have before. And this is all just such wonderful things. These are all just fantastic things. I mean, like even just look at our review. She's like, you feel like my friend right. sitting on the couch. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And you know, this is like, this is what is changing the game for a lot of people. People are meeting online and becoming friends. That's how like my good friends, um, we met online. Oh, that's so cool. You know, like, I mean, of course, we ended up in person, but like it was, you know, it was Facebook groups and breastfeeding groups and homeschool groups um, where we realized that, you know, we, we kind of we had some things in common and then um, met up and now we're still friends. Like, I mean, the one friend that I met, like in a breastfeeding group um, when our kids were babies, like we're still friends, really good friends. Like I see her all the time and it's been like almost 10 years. So, you know, you're going to people meet their spouses online. Yeah, absolutely. People, you know, this is like this is like changing the world in amazing ways. Um, but of course, there is a downside and we all know that there are m major downsides to social media. Um, and absolutely. A, a, you know, a lot of it come well, we don't have to get into I mean, like, what was that show? What was that 
documentary called the social network oh yeah that was so good um yeah i can't remember we, what the name of it was i'll have to see if i can think called? of it i feel like it was called the social network or not was the it social dilemma was it social, social dilemma? dilemma yes yeah, the social dilemma yeah 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 if you haven't seen um, it, you got to watch it. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really good. It talks about, especially because I know that there's like a lot of people becoming parents now that don't even really remember kind of what, you know, weren't weren't of age really to to remember when there was no internet, you know, and, and how kind of information and life was like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... It's, it's, you know, you go, you're just like, well, this is just normal. This is just how it is. And it's really no, you know, this is just how it's always been. Um, it's not always how it's always been. Not that there was ever any perfect time. It's not like, <laughs> oh, things are so awesome before it. You know, of course, there were like tons of problems. But now that it's here, we have all these great things. And then there's a downside, too. And so one of the downsides that we're going to talk about today or that we're really going to focus on um, is like how breastfeeding and chest feeding information gets around to people. And, um, you know, you see this with a lot of like influencers. Mm-hmm. That's a word now for people who are like on social media. I guess that's what people would call me. I was about to I'm say you're sure. an influencer. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And so, um, because you can, if you want, you can go on social media and you can create an account. You can call it whatever you want and you can say and share whatever you want, whatever you want. If you want to talk about how you live with little green aliens and, you know, you want to share your life on social media, like you can do that (laughs) and you can just say whatever you want. You can say, and do there's no like I mean I you know social media has a little bit of a of course we know this especially in the in the breastfeeding world of you know the 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 blocking and the canceling of accounts and stuff that happens because boobs are being exposed and you know it's being equated with pornography because you can see a boob and the the fight that uh, that I've been a part of really for the past ten years of like pushing social media to to distinguish between these things mm-hmm. and not, you know, and so a lot of progress has been made there. But as we know, what I'm saying is like, there's no, there's no internet police and saying like, this isn't something that you can say or do. Like you can really do and say whatever you want. Um, and people do. And people, especially in the world of like influencers, people get paid really to say things and um, create posts that get a lot of engagement to um, to just create content, right? So you're there's this pressure, there's this idea that you're that you're there and out there, and you're creating content, you're creating original content that people want. You're providing them with information, and a lot of this information is terrible information. Like it is some of it's a lot of it's great. I mean, I follow a lot of awesome breastfeeding accounts that I really like, and they share like great content. And I'm here, I'm being the judge and the jury of what (laughs) is good content. And to me, good content is like Mm evidence-based information that we, you know, that will help you meet your goals of, you know, breast chest. Um, But a lot of it is terrible information and people don't, you know, people don't always care. You know, they just want to put the information out there, create their little Pinterest board or their, their Instagram 
images with information and, and, you know, and those little diagrams or whatever on it. And so Diane and I went through the internet, the whole internet. Just kidding. <laughs> the whole, the whole internet. <laughs> we didn't have to get too far to find, to find no, some shit. We really did not you. have to go far. We just looked around and tried to find some things. You know, we just looked around. And I, you know, outside of my news, newsfeed, I was searching like hashtag breastfeeding, hashtag milk supply. I, I was doing Instagram. I think you were doing Pinterest. I was doing Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we come up, we came up with some things that are so common, you know, that, that I've seen before that I, and I will say, let me say this, not that I haven't been saying shit for the past 10 minutes, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I follow the accounts that I really like even, even then. And the accounts that I think are generally really great. Even then I see information sometimes seep through where I'm like, no, actually, actually, no, that's not the case. And this is, I'll start (laughs) since I'm talking. (laughs) The one that I see all the time, and I see this come from reputable resources too, is that you have to drink a certain amount of water in order to make enough breast milk. I hate that one. And I'm so tired of seeing this. Mm Mm-hmm. I am so tired of seeing this. And you see it everywhere. Listen, you do not need to drink a certain amount of water in order to make enough breast milk. This is not how this works. Your body's going to make the milk regardless of the amount of water you drink. I really think that a lot of this content gets put out with good intentions, but just not correct information. And people are just assuming, oh, you must need this. You must need water. You must need to be hydrated in order to make breast milk. Or somebody drank a lot of water and thought they had more milk that day. And now, boom, that's your evidence. It's not. That is not evidence-based information. Right. Right. You think, think, well, obviously it's healthier to remain hydrated. So that must mean that that would affect your breast milk too. It doesn't. It makes logical sense in my mind. And so therefore it must be true. But no, when you really break it down, it doesn't make logical sense. That's not how breast milk is made. And that's not true. And there's no evidence to support it. Right. When I contacted, like, when I, when I was with Jack, breastfeeding Jack, and I was having all those problems, and I called a lactation consultant, she was like, make sure you're just drinking to thirst. Mm-hmm. She was like, don't, you don't need to, like, I didn't even ask. She was just, that was probably just one of her, like, pet peeves, you know, she was just yeah. like, let me just say this. <laughs> Drink to thirst. <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, that's so what did you find? So the, the f- I pulled up the one that started it all for us. Yeah. <laughs> I came across, I was looking at my Pinterest board one day. This is a few weeks ago. I was looking at Pinterest or whatever. And I came across this one and it was so ridiculous. I had to send it to Abby and I said, we really should do a episode on the stupid shit that's out there because this is ridiculous. Eight tips to prevent and fix saggy breasts from breastfeeding. Oh God. There's so many layers to that, that I hate. (laughs) First of all, first, why this is even something on Pinterest. I have no idea. Like I, I don't, whatever. But second of all, breastfeeding does not cause sagging breasts. There has been a ton of research behind that. That has been a ton of information behind that. It's not a thing. And here, 
biggest all outdoors on my Pinterest page is how to prevent and fix <laughs> saggy breasts. Eight tips. Eight, you eight, got eight, yeah, you can, eight oh my tips God. to fix and prevent sagging breasts from breastfeeding. It says that specifically from breastfeeding. So if I'm pregnant, I'm looking at this and going, oh shit, I'm going to have saggy breasts from breastfeeding. This is not a thing. I saw, I was watching, do you remember that show, The Doctors? I don't even know if it's on anymore. Oh yeah, I remember, remember the that. Doctors? And actually yeah. one of the Dr. Sears kids was on there. Um, oh really? Yeah, you know who Dr. Sears, you know yeah, Dr. Sears. Yeah, absolutely. So yep. one of his sons was one of the doctors on there and he was actually the only one who ever said anything that made any sense. Um, <laughs> but the rest of them, there was like a, there was like an ER doctor who, and then a woman who, um, I can't remember what her specialty was. And then there was a plastic surgeon. Um, and uh, they had Jewel, you know, the singer Jewel. Yeah. On one time. And she was talking about breastfeeding. And um, the plastic shirt surgeon says, this dude goes, well, you're going to have to come see me when you're done. But... <sighs> and she just was like, well, whatever. Or what, you know, she just kind of like tried to say like a snarky response, but like, what in the goddamn hell? And what, <laughs> what the <laughs> heck? Oh my God. I was so, I was so angry. Like, what the hell? And who says we want to fix it? Right. And who, who are are your breasts first of all sagging breasts I, i'm sorry if if somebody's breasts are are not sagging and sticking straight out that's some <laughs> sort of like magical bra that they've got on cuz that is not what breasts do right right we live in a world that has gravity these things protrude from our chest they're gonna sag and as you get older they're gonna sag more sorry to tell all of you that but like this is gonna happen to you naturally and a lot of it is genetics, too. A lot mm -hmm. of it is your DNA and how your body adapts to muscle changes and how elasticized your skin is and what has happened in your family for generations. Yeah, it's like stretch marks. People are like, oh, my God, I got to prevent stress. And this cream will prevent stretch marks and I can put this cream on. You cannot prevent stretch marks. Stretch marks are going to happen or not. I never got a single stretch mark. I didn't really either. And it's not because I did something magical. It's just because my skin is just really elastic, I guess. Yeah, that's all it is. And then other people just get tons and tons of stretch marks, even early on, because, they're, you know, whatever. And I remember, you know, you can't do anything about it. And don't worry about it. That's what your body is supposed to be doing. And it's awesome. And we probably should have <laughs> designated an entire episode to this one thing because we, <laughs> I, I we mean, could probably go on and on about all this. Nonsense. I know. That's with our bodies. Stop. Stop. Stop playing to, you know, the abuse that women have, you know, um, experienced over their bodies. And then and try to, you know, ha try to play to that and get, you know, followers or likes or clicks on your affiliate link or whatever. It's disgusting. I hate seeing people do it. I know. I know. It's awful. So yeah, so that's my that's my biggest one. All I mean, right, I have should, I did find some other good ones. Yeah, yeah, totally. I did too. That's um, my big should one. we go into those after a word from our sponsors? Oh, already? I know. Blimey. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we have a lot to say. Okay, yes. Yeah. So hold your on to your seats, people. First of all, <laughs> listen to this. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Do you leak breast milk? Have you ever thought about how much breast milk you are soaking up into your breast pads and throwing away? What if you could catch that milk and add it to your stash instead? The Milky's Milk Saver allows you to do just that. Slide the Milk Saver into your bra or tank top on the non-nursing side to catch the letdown while you breastfeed. People are adding ounces upon ounces to their stash on a daily basis. Thousands and thousands of breastfeeders have discovered this product. It holds two ounces of milk. It's comfortable to wear and reusable. You might be thinking that you don't leak very much. That is what most people say before they have actually used the Milk Saver. You will be shocked at how much milk you collect, at how much milk, how much liquid gold you are throwing into the garbage. This milk can be used to beef up your stash, to make breast milk keepsakes for baths, for breast milk popsicles, lotions, soaps, you name it. Breast milk is worth saving. Check out the Milky's Milk Saver at fairhavenhealth.com. That's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com. And use code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products produced and packaged in California, USA. The Reef Safe Face and Body Sunscreen is SPF 27 and made with 10% non-nanoparticles of natural zinc for broad-spectrum protection against both UVA UVA and UVB rays. The gentle formula won't clog pores and is safe for babies, children, and adults. Protect your skin from damage from the sun for for long-term skin health. All of Original Sprouts products are paraben and phthalate-free vegan, and cruelty-free. Their proprietary formulas contain nourishing extracts from fruits, vegetables, and flowers that the whole family can enjoy. Made for babies, perfect for grown-ups too. Check out the entire line at originalsprout.com and use code BADASS for 25% off of your purchase. These sponsors and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes will also include further information about things we talk about in this episode and at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. You will also find all of our breastfeeding resources, our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. And now back to stupid shit you see on social media. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so what else did you see? There was another oh. one that was cracking me up that you sent. It was the, oh, um, the lactation drink. Yes. The lactation drink from Starbucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Purple lactation drink. I do have that one. What you'll need the very berry hibiscus via refreshers from Starbucks and organic coconut milk. You mix them together and you will be spraying milk everywhere. No, according so to this. they'll just start calling, pouring out your breasts. You won't even know. You'll need the milk saver to catch it all. Day. <laughs> so that, yeah, that one. And there was two drinks I came across. So that's, that's the purple lactation drink. The other one is the body armor breastfeeding drink hack. Body armor, strawberry, banana flavor, sugar-free coconut water. And, and you mix that you together and you have mix a- that together and you will be a milk machine. Body armor drinks don't work. I hate to burst anybody's bubble. That's not none of these drinks work. These drinks are ridiculous. But to say go get yourself a Starbucks refresher and mix it with co- no, I mean that's 
basically you're doing an ad for Starbucks is what you're doing. Right. And, you know, this is one of the things that I think you see everywhere. And it also comes from a lot of reputable places sometimes is drinking and eating in a specific way will get you more breast milk. And this is not true. You know, you hear a lot with the oatmeal, eat oatmeal, drink beer, drink a lot of water, have a Starbucks refresher, and (laughs) you're going to have so much milk, you won't know what to do. It has nothing to do with your stomach contents at all. Oh, and the lactation cookies too. Those are everywhere. Oh yeah, those are everywhere. Those don't do anything. But that leads me to my next one, the breastfeeding meal plan. That was also on the Pinterest board. The breastfeeding meal plan. So you have to like have a specific meal plan. Who has time for that? No, I mean, you know, eating, having food is like necessary for you to be alive and eating food (laughs) that you like and is going to keep you filled, you know, because you're also going to be like, especially with a new baby, you're going to be up all the time. Um, Like, yes, it's important to eat and it's important to like eat foods that you like and foods that are nourishing for your body and all of that so that you can feel your best and you can sleep well and you can take care of your baby and, you know you know, be healthy, be healthy and and feel good. The thing is you need to be eating and doing things that make you specifically feel good so that you can get through those rough days with your new baby. Your body's going to make milk. Like you don't have to worry about that. And there's nothing you can do. There's no specific meal plan that you can do. That's going to make you make more milk. The eating should come from a place that you enjoy and makes you feel good. That's what eating should be. It shouldn't, we have, we're so messed up about eating in this country. But this is like, so it makes everything look so difficult. You know, if I were, you know, when I knew nothing from nothing when I had my first one and if I saw, okay, you have to have a certain meal plan. These drinks will really help you. You have to like, you become First of all, if you're still going to go through with breastfeeding, because it seems awfully hard, if you have to have a specific meal plan, your breasts are going to sag and you got to go to Starbucks every day for a refresher. I mean, this is a lot of stuff. So that might be a little bit too much for me. I'm not going to breastfeed. Or how obsessive do you become about this? You know, you just become so obsessed with, I need all these, I need to do all this stuff to be able to breastfeed my baby. And that's not true. None of that is true. None of this stuff is, there's no evidence to back up any of these things that we are finding and talking about. No. And I, and I always point it out and I'll point it out again, but, but women in, in concentration camps had full milk supplies for their babies. And these people were malnourished, dehydrated, and their body was making milk because that's all it knows how to do. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend being dehydrated and malnourished, but you're not. Far from it. You are far from that. And, you know, that's you just the point is, is that this is not how breast milk works. And you don't need to be doing all of this jumping through hoops to breastfeed. How did we survive? Also, think about this. How did we survive before Starbucks? Like, <laughs> I don't know, because I love Starbucks. But not to make more breast milk. You know, how did people survive this whole time without all of these tips and these tricks 
And these, you know, humans living through like horribly, you know, devastating times on the planet where food was scarce and, you know, migrating from one place to another. And, you know, you know, we, it hasn't always been the modern world. You know, there people were living through different things um, in centuries past. And here we are. We made it. Yeah. To talk about how we don't like need ha- this stuff. Your body, you know, will just have a baby and your body will take care of that baby. And if you can stay alive, then you're good to go. All right, what else you got? All right. So I found one kind of on the lines of this that said, um, that you must eat 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day to make enough milk. Come on. Are you serious? It actually gave a calorie amount that you have to eat to make enough milk? mm -hmm, 2,000 to 2,500 calories. Oh, my God. Do not count freaking calories. Don't ever do that. It doesn't matter how many calories you eat to make breast milk. It's Here's not another based one. on your food. I mean, I think we've right. said this like everything that we've talked about, except for the sagging thing. Your body is not based your milk supply on the food that you eat or the drinks that you drink. Right. No. And here is um, a tips to increase milk supply. Um, yoga. <laughs> Was that for the relaxation? Oh. Oh, I don't know. It says tips to to increase milk supply. And there's other things on here that are not terrible. It says try power pumping. Well, then it says eat lactogenic foods. Whatever. Yeah, which is we already talked about this. It also says drink eight, eight ounce cups of water a day. We already talked about this. Use your hands. Like breast massage and breast compression, I can get down with that. Mm-hmm. Um, feed eight to twelve times in twenty-four hours. Okay, I mean, just breastfeed on demand. Right. See a lactation consultant. I agree with that. And says consider a galactagogue. No, no, and then try yoga. Because there's so much time. The to do yoga that, was too. the one that stopped me, and I was like, wait a minute. So yoga increases milk supply. Because also for the relaxation, also, you know, the the best way to stress somebody out is to tell them that stress affects their milk supply. <laughs> you're, you know, you're not stress, wrong. You know, you're not stress, wrong. stress affects your milk supply. Oh, that's really going to help someone be like, oh, well, I need to relax more. No, no, no. That's going to make them stress out more. And it's really not going to affect your milk supply. I'm just, I'm thinking back to when my kids were babies and I was breastfeeding. Yoga was the last thing I was thinking about. <laughs> I know. You know, like, like yoga, cool, do it. But like, don't, don't panic and start being like, oh no, I need to do, I'll try yoga. I'm, I think I have low milk supply. Let me try yoga. Like when, do, when, when is there time? I, yeah. I don't Especially know. at the beginning. Like that's the other right. thing. I mean, I definitely went back to exercising, but it wasn't the first thing that happened. No, it should be. We're talking about milk supply stuff, man. Your body needs to rest. Like yoga, I mean, it might not be your top priority, but I would be interested to know if that was a yoga teacher. 
that wrote that. No. No. I don't think so. No, it doesn't. No, it's a lactation page. Oh. Do you have another one? Um so I well yeah, I can change the subject. Oh, well there's also um po- oh, yeah. Well, so I'll um Yes, I'll ch- I do have more. I'm just change the subject slightly. Or I so can do I one. Found- but yeah, you- oh yeah, you do one. Sorry, yeah, you go ahead. You want me to do one? Yes. Okay. How to balance breastfeeding and pumping. And at first, when I saw this one, I was like, all right, you know, because I do have a lot of people that are like, okay, now I want to, you know, I need to start pumping. When is the best time to do it? So I'm like, let me see what they say about this. It was basically, if you need, if you're somebody who's going to need to, you know, pump milk, if you're going back to work or whatever, you're going to need a stash. If you're only breastfeeding, you're not going to have a stash. You have to start pumping in the hospital. And I'm like, oh my God, don't. Are you kidding me? Hospital. You're just, you want, it was actually saying like you want an oversupply so that you can freeze milk. That's yeah. dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that is actually dangerous advice to give somebody. Start pumping in the hospital so you can have an oversupply so that you can pump and stash milk because if you only breastfeed, it's not enough. Yeah, that's the whole pumping thing in this country is crazy. I mean, that is, and I found that that the headline of that was very deceptive because it wasn't about balancing breastfeeding and it was about you want a lot of milk. Mm -hmm. So you need to start pumping in the hospital. And it gives you a pumping schedule (laughs) of when to feed and how many times after and when to pump afterwards. I don't, so I don't, cause you always hear this. If you, in order to get more milk pump. So, so the advice is to put your baby down the most effective milk sucker on the planet, put the baby down and hook yourself up to this machine and then you'll get more milk. Yep. Just your baby's right there. There's nothing more effective than your baby. I mean, I guess unless you're like trying to create an oversupply, then yeah, you're going to need some extra help. But who would want to do that? I mean, it's just, it was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous advice. And like I said, and dangerous advice, oversupply can lead to problems, mastitis and plug ducts and, you know, all this stuff. Don't try to give yourself an oversupply just because you're afraid you might not have enough milk. It's not worth it. Just feed your baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What you got? So the next topic that you see a lot is getting your post, getting your body back. Oh, I hate that. You see all of this foods to eat, diet plans. Um, I have a postnatal Pilates and tummy flattening exercise here in front of me. Um, you know, so we already went into the whole body thing a little bit, but like, how is it going to make anybody feel when you scroll through your newsfeed, constantly scrolling through your newsfeed, seeing how to get your body back? And this postpartum body is just temporary. Don't worry. You'll lose the weight. You'll get all this stuff away as if you're somehow not worthy or not amazing in what you just did and how you look right now. This disgusts me and it's everywhere. I hate it. Um, we're running out of time, but also Gatorade. 
Just the Gatorade one. Drink Love Gatorade. the Gatorade one. Yeah. The other so, thing you see, Tom, oh, sorry, go ahead. What is that? Our fourth drink that's supposed to be a super milk making yeah, thing? Right. And one of these, like, you know, the, the disgusting drinks with like sugar and dyes and all that stuff in it. Ugh. And they're just, and it's like telling people that it's a good thing to drink. If you have a hangover, <laughs> or if you've been throwing up for days, I mean, that's the only time I think I drink Gatorade is if I'm like, but even then, I would you never know. drink Gatorade. I'm sorry. I won't buy the Gatorade. That's disgusting. I think I've had it like if I was, was really sick. And if you like Gatorade, fine. That's fine. But don't drink it thinking you're going to get more milk. No, it has nothing to do with your milk supply. And people think, oh, it puts, you know, all these, you know, electrolytes and everything. It, what? Why do we need that for that? We don't need that for breastfeeding. We don't want you to be dehydrated because that's not good for anybody. But you do not need some kind of fancy drink to put into your system because it's going to give you more milk. No, it's all marketing. It's all marketing. All of this is marketing. And so we think about marketing as like companies that are trying to sell products. But when you are talking about social media, think about the influencers that are putting the information out there as companies who are trying to sell you something. It's a little bit different because maybe they're not selling a particular product, but they are probably advertising for another product, just like we do here. Um, and they're trying to get you to click. They're trying to get your you to an affiliate link, probably, or just to grow their page or just to do something like that. Um, so you have to be very, very careful about the information that you see. Another piece of information that you're going to see all the time is alcohol and breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. There's so much terrible information out there about that. And you can see our al- alcohol episode if you want. Yeah. But the bottom line is that there's actually studies. A lot of people have been doing studies about um, breastfeeding support groups online and whether or not they're effective and like just having, a, you know, that community online and all that. And I, and I think that might be a little bit different than like influencers putting stuff in your newsfeed. But like, you know, these breastfeeding support groups online, these studies are actually finding that people are breastfeeding longer, that, you know, they're feeling supported, that they're, you know, that, that it's like working, you know, Uh that it's, that it's, that it's a good thing. Um, And so the point is, is that just be very careful about the information that you're seeing. And, you know, we say, trust us, don't trust them. How do you supposed to know who to trust? I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Just, you know, look a little bit further into the information if you need it. Um, because this, there is a lot of stuff out there that's just downright harmful, really, to be putting in people's minds. And we are like, when you talk about, like, yes, we do advertising here as well. We are really particular. Yeah. About- let me tell you all the money we turn away. Yeah, we are really particular. Because we don't, we won't advertise certain things. We just won't do it. Yeah. Because it's, we don't, it's not the message we want to put out there. Right. If it's, I mean, we're here to provide information and we're not here to give you wrong information. And that, yeah, this stuff is so harmful. So you just, just be careful of what you see and unfollow people. You don't have to follow people when you see something like, you know, you're constantly seeing images, you know, in your feed about like getting your body back, take that out. Unfollow all of that. Don't constantly have that in your head that there's something wrong with your 
breasts or your stomach or whatever. Get it out. Yeah, you're perfect. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.